Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We are going to continue with part two with the lawn care juggernaut. He was on yesterday's program and began to tell a little bit of his YouTube story. He has over 500,000 YouTube subscribers. He goes out and if he notices an overgrown lawn, he'll there'll usually some cool story wrapped around that and he'll mow their grass for free, records it. He does some unique uh, voiceovers and, and comedy to his channel as well. And that's a really cool story he's got going on over there. Channel's really blowing up fast. Uh, YouTube's featured on his channel on their homepage. And uh, he has multiple, multiple videos with over millions of million of views. I think like eight or nine videos have over a million views. You know, some of them have like six or nine million views. And he just really growing his channel. And it's a cool story. So we're going to dive deeper into uh, what's going on behind the scenes over there for the lawn care juggernaut. Thank you to today's show sponsors, Jobber, Launchpreneur Cat. Academy, GPS Track It, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, and the Hardscape Academy. We're actually teaming up with Jobber for the GIE Plus Expo. We're going to be interviewing some of their ambassadors there. I think uh, Alex Kirby and Mitchell Gordy. We're still ironing out the details of that, but I think what we're going to do is... Uh, do those podcasts on Thursday, October 21st at the social media lounge that Echo has. There's a big old social media lounge there. So if you want to kind of come out and be in the live studio audience, <laughs> you can do that. And uh, big shout outs to Jobber for making all that happen. And I've actually used Jobber for years now. They definitely make my business work smarter, not harder. You don't have to chase the check under the mat or I had a customer that would put it in this grill that had a cover over it and it seemed like more times than not she'd forget to put the check in the grill so i go you know we get done mowing the lawn and you know we're ready to move on to the next property guys are in the truck and i got to walk all the way up this hill go to the back open up the grill cover and then open up the grill and then sometimes there's a ziploc bag with a check inside and then sometimes there's not and i got a texter hey christina Check's not in the grill. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My daughter was supposed to put it in there before she left for school. You know, there's always a long story. And then, you know, can I mail it to you? Right. Oh gosh, check's in the mail. And uh, I, with her, you know, it really would be. She would, she would, I think just, she had a lot going on in her life and she'd mail me the check. But we also know that check in the mail can mean they haven't even, you know, sent the check yet and they forgot. And it could be, there's a, you don't want that delay in your cash flow with Jobber. You can get paid faster. You can actually store the customer's card on file. And we have agreements of, I'm going to charge your card on this day. And then boom, I just charge the card. 
Everything runs seamlessly. I get paid faster. Actually makes it more convenient for the customer. And uh, we'll put a link to Jobber in today's show notes. We appreciate them partnering with us here at the Green Industry Podcast. Brief update on Gulf Coast bookkeeping. Megan's pregnant, guys. So what that means is the baby... Lord willing is going to be here in October. So I know they have a lot of folks who are contacting them for their bookkeeping services. I would highly suggest them contacting them now in August, because if you wait and you try to get in with them this fall, there could be some delays with that because of the baby. So uh, if you've been considering hiring a bookkeeper and I recommend hiring a bookkeeper if you are around that $100,000 of annual revenue, you definitely want to hire a bookkeeper for sure. Uh, give them a call. Uh, we'll put their link in today's show notes and uh, get in their system before the baby comes. Otherwise, you might have to wait till after uh, a while. So there's a little update on that. And last but not least, uh, Launchpreneur Academy is coming up Saturday, November 13th in Nova, Michigan. So uh, talking to Naylor last night, we got an uh, exciting show we're going to be doing next week, announcing that uh, we're going to be doing this live panel uh, that Kohler's sponsoring at the GIE. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll actually do a whole episode on that. But in addition to that, Naylor and I are going to go to Novi, Michigan. And uh, Brian's events, world-class. He has great speakers coming in. And it's a podcaster's dream because we're going to try to interview some of the speakers, some of the attendees. There's so much buzz and excitement and energy there. It's it's really a great event. And so uh, for a podcaster, I try to get into that environment where everyone's all fired up and extract some really valuable content. And uh, that's happened the last several shows. And uh, we're expecting for this show to be the best one yet. So you can join us there in Novi, Michigan, Saturday, November 13th, entrepreneuracademy.com. All right. Well, without further ado, uh, let's dive into part two of the Lawn Care Juggernaut. Okay, well, now I'm ready to start this YouTube channel. And I went out and I bought this. I got it somewhere. It's a little crappy Nikon for like 350 bucks. And the only reason I bought that thing was I was like, okay, if I don't buy an actual camera and commit financially and commit with another tool, then I'll just stay on my phone and I'll keep shooting these Facebook live videos and it'll never go anywhere. Cause what happens is you'll get in like a Facebook group and uh -huh. they'll want you to make content for the Facebook group for the launch channel or whatever, because it does great for door, their Facebook group. But mm -hmm. in reality, I was like, dude, I got it. I don't want to build somebody else's empire. Right. I want to build my own. Yeah. So that evolved into starting to make my YouTube channel. I didn't think it was going anywhere. I thought maybe I was like, we'll get to like, in the beginning, I had like the, the goal is like a thousand. That's your goal. Well, that seems when you don't have many thousands, like how are we going to get there? It, like Mount Everest. It took so long, man. And like, it just, it felt like it took forever. And, uh, but when I started my, my channel, the first video, I was like, I, um, found that old flyer I got from Greg for advertising. I called him up. I was like, dude, I know you don't know me. I just want to say you've been a big benefit to my life. And I just want to reach out and say, Hey, thank you. And I started a channel and, and I was excited about it. And I told him about it. And obviously my video sucked, but he was cool about it. Like he was supportive. And, um, you know, so that was motivating. And he actually told me to do a how to sharpen your blades video, which was my first video to kind of take off. Like it got like, at one point in time, I made videos for like four months, gave up on YouTube and was like, okay, I'm busy working. I'll get back to it. And I had a few subscribers. One was Glenn Evans. Uh, by the way, if you're still 
watching the channel. Thank you. Cause he, he kept me going. He's like, Hey man, where's the new video? Where's the new video? Where's the new video? But, um, when I did go back because I saw that comment from him, I saw that other video kind of semi popped off. Uh, back then it was like that exploded. Whoa, 30,000 views. And, uh, so that got me back in, into making videos, getting excited. And then I remember being at like around 2000 subs and I had a video that hit like 300 views in one day. And I was like, Rachel, this video is blowing up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, I was just super excited about it. But around 2300 subs, I was ready to quit. I was like, okay, we're at the monetization mark. It's not producing income, which it was never really about the income. But when you're just trying to make ends meet and you're so focused on business and you got all these clients and you got maintenance and it just didn't look like it was going to pay off to where it was worth the time. Because like, I really love the aspect of helping people mm -hmm. and my commentary. And like I said, that kind of kept me into it and I enjoyed that. But when it came to making the videos and not having any money pulling back for like, uh, man, we, we cut it real close. Like I think at one point in time, you know, I was real tight in winter and at one point in time, when I first bought my editing software, I used Filmora. It was like 30 bucks. Well, that maxed out my account at one point, you know, like I maybe had like five or 10 bucks, but I was like, it was the debate with my wife. Can we, can we do this? Can we do, you know? And then from going from that to like, now it's like, okay, the boring channel, we just bought a, a brand new mower for the boring. Well, it's not brand new. It's used. Um, but you know, we paid 4,500 for that, or you know, I'm taking trips out of state to go cut random yards or whatever. It's a weird aspect that I didn't think it was going to pay off financially, but I wasn't worried about the money either. So, you know, when people are like, it's all about the money, I'm like, yeah, no, I was making the content before that. So if you're going to stay in it, if you're going to try to make anything work, it's just like the lawn business. And that's something I learned with the lawn business is that you, you have to have the endurance and the longevity and you have to be really into it and excited and stay passionate about it. But most, most important is just the consistency. You have to keep doing it. So around like 2,300 subs, I was talking to um, uh, Justin with forever self-employed and he had like 45,000 subs. And to me, it was just unreal that he was at 45,000 subs. I'm like, dude, how do you, how do you, how'd you get there? Like, what did you do? What happened? How? Cause like I'm adding up and I'm like, okay, if it took me this long to get this many subs, it's going to take, it's going to take me like 10 years to reach 10,000 subscribers, but really it only takes one video. I just, you know, I don't know, man. It, it was cool how it popped off. Like my first video to really start pushing us into the type of content we're making now uh, I was talking with my dad and I'm like, man, I've, I've really been wanting to cut that. And he's like, well, why don't you do it? I'm like, well, I've been telling James I've been wanting to do it. And James is like, you're not making money off of it. We're not doing it, you know, because he's still thinking lawn business. I was thinking like, it'd be fun for the YouTube channel. I don't really care if I make money, it'd be fun. And it's cutting down a crazy yard in the neighborhood. The neighborhood's going to appreciate it. So I'm about to do that yard again because uh, I saw I went to that house today and it's got an eviction notice on the door. And the grass is like crazy high. And I'm like, I, I tried knocking on the door. I'd pay the guys, evic, uh, the guys house payment and get them caught up if he needed, you know, like, um, I'm just super grateful that things have taken off the way they went. But anyways, um, then I put, um, I was listening to Charles Stanley. I like to listen to Charles Stanley. Typically I'll do that in the morning. And then, um, 
you know, I like to listen to different podcasts and, you know, music when it's real, real hot or whatever to get you through. But, you know, I, I was really debating on, on that. Like I put it on that video and my wife's like, don't do it. You'll lose all your subscribers, which at the time is 2,300, which is this huge amount. Right. And uh, I was like, but you know, I, I think I'm supposed to do this, Rachel. And she's like, don't do it. I'm like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I know I'm supposed to do this. And that's really like, um, 2018, 2019, 2020 it's really coming in coming into faith and and belief in the lord and so like you you start listening and and hearing things that you're supposed to do and so my channel is almost like sharing a ministry and and what i'm learning and how i'm going through it but anyways i, I ended up putting it on the video my wife and i kind of hashed it out that was not the best communication it wasn't yelling or cussing or anything but it's like i'm supposed to do this she's like all right i give up i'm going to bed you're, you're dumb don't do it you'll lose all your subscribers and uh i put it up the video didn't do that well um but it didn't do bad either and then i told myself i'm like all right so if i get a sign then I'll go ahead and keep doing these. And then I got a call from the city, right? And the city said, Hey, do you want to do uh, some abatement services? And I'm like, embankment? No, nah, I don't mess with hills. And they're like, they're like, no, abatement service. It's when somebody wrecks their yard and it goes out and the city comes and cuts oh. it. So would you like to put in bids on this? And I'm like, all right, I guess that's my sign. Yeah, I'll do it. And so the the woman before she retired that I was communicating with, but the city was great. She was awesome to work with. Um, and I put in some bids and I would, I would put them in like what I would legitimately bid at. And I was losing them. I'm like, no way people are cutting that cheap. So then like, it got to the point where I'm like, whatever, I want to make a video of that yard. I'll 20 bucks, you know, <laughs> just cause like I was, I was already cutting them for free anyway. So yeah. whatever, I'll do it. And uh, I just figured I had to put in a bid with the city so that I could even land it. Or if I'm allowed to touch it at that point, like I didn't know the legalities, but then I, I started talking with her and I was, I was communicating with her and learned the process of how to actually work with the city. Right. So like people ask me why I do this stuff for free and I'm seeing in videos, people like, I don't think they're actually cutting free. Well, when I was talking to her, she said, yeah, so here's how it works. You put in a bid and if you land the bid, then you go cut it. We pay you out. And then we send a bill to the homeowner, the homeowner, gets the bill for yours, but it also tacked on there is anywhere between 130 to $250 for paperwork processing fee with the city. If that goes unpaid, they put a lien on the house. If that again goes unpaid, they put the house up for sale at a sheriff's auction. And so it didn't really resonate with me very well that I could go out and do work to make content, whether I enjoy it or not. Still, again, like I said, I wasn't making money at this point from the videos, really. It was still, you know, like, I think it was making like 200 bucks a month, Woo, you know, which sounds amazing when you're not making money on YouTube. You're like 200 bucks a month. That's easy, man. Well, no, I mean, I was spending like 40 hours to make 200 bucks. So 17 cents an hour. <laughs> kind of feeling like an idiot. Yeah. And I mean, I worked free making videos for like, you know, because that's the thing people don't see is that I worked for a year making videos completely free no compensation, which a lot of creators do. It takes them, some creators, it takes them two, three, four, five years if they ever get to the monetization mark. So if you're going to make videos, you got to love it. And if you love it, then it'll take off. But anyways, so when I found out that somebody's home could be taken away because of the service I did, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. So now I'll, I'll go around, I'll scout. I'll look for crazy ones. If it's abandoned, 
I don't ask. I just show up like I'm supposed to be there. The neighbors love it. I've had a lot of neighbors. That was funny. Out. That one guy in the truck that drove by. Oh yeah, man. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So that one was in Arkansas. That was down yeah. by my dad's house. I saw that this fall and I was like, Oh man, I got to cut that. I was like, that looks so good. And, uh, but I wanted to wait until it greened up. So I had to wait all year. And, uh, but I knew it wasn't going anywhere. It's abandoned. hadn't been touched in years. I got people telling me that, uh, oh, they're, they're mad that I cut down trees and they're like, you're going to get sued. And I'm like, well, they sue me, sue me, sue me, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it went from, from that to that's, I mean, that's really why I do them free. You know, the house I grew up in, it sits abandoned to this day, you know, like, cause, uh, my parents lost it in 2008 during the housing bubble. And my daughter saw it and she cried from it. You know, she was like, that's daddy's house. And the bank took it and she's crying about it. And I'm like, no, nah, it's just a house girl. But, uh, you know, from that to learning somebody else might lose their home because of me, I'm like, whatever. You know, the cool thing is the channel has given us funding to be able to do the type of charity work. Mm-hmm. But it all, it's also making my phone blow up for my business, too, which is really cool but now I don't have the time for all that extra work. So that's, you know, it's like, I've been, I've been there, bro. I I, I got to a point where it's like, I have a lawn care business and then the podcast took off and then it's like, you're juggling it. And to the point where it's like, you have to really figure out what you're going to do with your time. Cause it it comes to a point where you, there's only 168 hours in a week. You know what I mean? you sleep seven, eight hours a night. You you got like 120 hours to, to do life. And, yeah. I mean, we're ready to go all in with YouTube and uh, we're just waiting for the right moment to uh, put it out on there in the channel to make things happen, to pull the trigger, go all in on YouTube and take the risk with it. But, you know, if anything starts to turn around and YouTube doesn't look like it's going to pan out, I know that I will have a, safety. a very good yeah. safety net for starting my business again and firing it up. So if I give it up, it's not a big deal. I could always fire it up and say, hey, uh, if you guys could go on, you know, because you can ask for um, character reviews Mm -hmm. for Google, right? Mm -hmm. So I just go on and I'd talk about, I'd do a video on uh, Google reviews because that would help people and talk about the benefits of Google review. And then I would explain, you know, hey, if you could get on and give me a five-star character review or if you give me a well-worded review, you know how Keith Kelfis always says it, um, put that on there. Then my, I guarantee you my Google would blow up. And then I would get a ton of calls and then I'd be back to being busy and I probably wouldn't have to go out and do flyers and door hangers. Yeah. Well, one cool thing about a lawn care business is it teaches you how to have a profit and loss statement and be profitable, how to pay your quarterly yeah. taxes, how to understand profitability that you have to, you have all your operating expenses, but you got, it teaches you so much. And so it's really cool to hear yourself. You go on to, you know, being a YouTuber and a media company, Matt LaMarche goes on to, to, he owns a real estate, well not owns, but he does real estate now as, as a business. And there's so many other people throughout the history of this show that had a lawn care business. They learned business, how to run a profitable business. And then it springboards into another area in life. And it's always yeah. a safety net. Let's, I think you're going to be super successful uh, when you go all in, in the years to come. But let's just say for whatever reason, it doesn't, you just go get a trailer and a mower and you just right back in business. It's, it doesn't take that much to start a lawn care business. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of going off there, you know, one of the things I've said on my channel for quite a while is that, you know, 
I'm not loyal to lawn care. I am loyal to business and what does well for my family. And so a lot of people get into lawn care and they fall in love with it. And they're like, that's the end all. And then they lose track that, Hey man, that can evolve into something else as things go. So. Yeah. You know. you, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you, like, Oh, the peanut galleries out there, man, whether you're on YouTube or, or podcasting or whatever, it's not God's will for uh, every single eight, there's 8 billion people on the planet. It's not God's will for all 8 billion people to own a lawn care company. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just not. <laughs> there's, there's well, some, go the ahead. cool thing about your podcast and with my channel as well, when people talk about business, like I list, like to listen to people that are outside the industry as well. And the reason is like business is business. The things that have applied for lawn care have applied to my media business as well. Kind of like you said, with making money flow, like the same communication have with your CPA or your bookkeeper or how you track your financials, all that still applies. Yeah. You Cause know, now you're uh, going to have, it just changes. Now you're going to have to pay, you said her name, Jessica or whoever yeah. else start, you know, you start getting more people on your team and then you got, you just got to make sure this thing's profitable. Even if the AdSense is coming in, the revenue and the sponsorships coming in, all this stuff's coming in, a lot of it's going out and then you got to pay your quarterly taxes. This is the same thing. It's just different ways the revenue's coming in and, and you got to make sure this thing's profitable. Can you believe my channel is the size that it is and hadn't had a sponsor yet? I, I can't believe that. But if you go to the GIE plus expo, we will, we will uh, secure them sponsorships, man. I'll go. If you talk to Al blades and get him to go. Yeah. Well, his, here's his predicament <laughs> is his wife's about to have a baby. So yep. that's, you know, that's a difficult sell because he's got to tell his wife, oh, yeah, I'm going to go up to Louisville, hang out with the boys for the week. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, but I, I really think for you, uh, Juggernaut, for Al Blades, for any other influencer out there listening to me, these brands. OK, let's just say it's a billion dollar brand. They spend five to seven to 10 percent of their their money on marketing. Right. Yeah. That, that's tens of millions of dollars or a company that HUD does hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, let's say they spend five to 10 percent on marketing. There's becoming a marketing budget for social media influencers and, and things of that nature. And so you guys have Instagram channels, you guys have YouTube channels. You know, th these people are spending money on on this industry. And so at the GIE have your list. What, what, what brands do you like? You know, uh, I like echo. I, I switched to echo Echo's a sponsor of the program, but I actually switched to echo before I was even, before I even had a podcast before I even had it. I was not an influencer. I was just a long guy that liked echo, but anyway, have your list. You like John Deere, you like Toro, you like whatever company, and then just go to their booth and then just say, Hey, I have a YouTube channel or I have an Instagram channel. Who, who, who can I meet from your marketing team and just guerrilla style, meet people, shake hands and, and you get to know people. And, and that's the best thing is, is, um, you know, when you actually get in a relationship with these people. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of went about that a different way. So, I mean, I've got to reach out to people and talk to them, but you know, I've, I tried reaching out to some companies through email and everything. And I was like, oh, I get it. I'm working with these companies already because I'm I'm repping their equipment in my videos. Yeah. So <laughs> they're so getting what I do. I'm like, no, nobody's got I mean, what is it? Uh you don't buy you don't buy a cow if you're already getting the milk for free. Yeah, that's so, why if you, you know, watch a press conference after the game, the water bottle, they take the aquafina, the Dasani, it's just a well, I don't know if you've ever seen a water bottle with no uh the, whatever brand it is, it's just pure water. 
Cause they don't, they don't have a sponsor. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I've started painting all my equipment black and I sl- I'm slapping not sponsored stickers on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I would bro. And then, um, if there's a Gatorade up there or Coke, then, you know, Coke or Gatorade paid for that to be up there. I think one of those soccer players, what's that Cristiano result, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. I can never say his name. I don't watch soccer, but he's a, he's a football player over there in Europe. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Ronaldo. Yep. The ladies love him. I think he was at a pro, a post game press conference that uh, Coca-Cola had the, the Coke up there and he put it out and he's like, you guys should drink water, not Coke. <laughs> and uh, that caused quite a, that caused quite a backlash. But I mean, to clarify there, uh, you know, you're, you're in the, the podcast industry. I'm, I've got social media uh, business going, you know, people say a lot that it's all about guys do it for the free equipment and stuff. And uh, you know, that's business, bro. So like, Business is business. So yeah, like, you're telling me, Kat, you're telling me if someone, if he, if someone emailed some, this person and said, "Hey, we're gonna send you a free blower, free mower," you would take that in a heartbeat, bro. Uh, actually, so here's here's a story, okay? So around twenty five thousand subscribers at a mower company reached out to me. They offered me a ten thousand dollars zero turn and a thirty six inch stand on. I turned it down. Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. And we want to see you Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. Join hundreds of entrepreneurs just like yourself who are looking to crush it in their business and make 2022 the most profitable year ever. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Whitstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Entrepreneur Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is a powerful and inspiring all-day conference designed to help you take your business to the next level. And it's brought to you by Xmark, RedMax, SureTrack Trailers, and Yardbook. If you make it to town Friday, November the 12th, you're invited to hang out, network, and have a blast at the Full Throttle Adrenaline Park. Brought to you by Toro's Horizon 360. Come ride endless laps on the high-powered go-karts, play virtual reality games, and win great prizes. Excited about bringing your spouse to the event discounted spouse tickets are available excited about bringing your whole crew group discounts of four or more also available do whatever you have to do to make it to Entrepreneur academy live 2021 and grab your tickets before they're sold out tickets will go fast so if you'd like to get more information visit us at launchpreneuracademy.com or use the link in the show description and follow along with the hashtag lal 2021 Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute a call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com.
You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? The HardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. They offered me three more offers and I turned them all down. They're working on one right now. I might take it. There you go. (laughs) But I'm not, I'm not easily bought, man. I'm not cheap. I'll tell you, I'll say that. So yeah. And B, B, B. It was very, very hard to, to turn down. Wait, what'd you, what'd you turn down? A 36? A 30, they wanted to replace my setup. I run a 60 inch zero turn and a 36 inch standoff. They were going to replace that, but business is business. I was like, look, I got these mowers. They're already doing this. And uh, so, you know, it's just, it was, it was real hard, man. Cause like my 36 is um, a walk behind unit and it's got a Velky plate. Dude, my feet are beat up from that machine. Like my heels are jacked up and I got a, uh, um, plantar fasciitis from it mm-hmm. you know it's so like some some days it's brutal to like finish out the day and to walk through the day but i'm gonna tell you like even though the offer was made i was at twenty five thousand subs i see all the signs of the channel growing i turned it down i'm like no because i know know my value it's just like when you have your lawn business well you can take that lawn in the spring for 25 35 40 bucks whatever mm-hmm. you're you know whatever you're starting out at you know like or you can go okay i know my value i'm charging $50 on this type of yard. I'm not going to accept lower than that. And it just depends. Like if you're in the spot where you can turn down something like that, it's a hard decision to make. My wife called me an idiot. You're, you're not an idiot. You're, you're an idiot. You're, you're, you're worth a lot. <laughs> so I, I turned it down, but like I said, they made, you know, two or three more offers. I turned those down. You know how hard it is to turn down brand new mowers, <laughs> but, uh, they're what? working on a deal. I think I might take it. What's and that we'll movie? What's that out. line from that movie? Show me the money. Show me the money. Jerry this Maguire. You, you, you tell me. Yeah. You send them mowers, but show me the money. Yeah, it's business. Juggernaut. 500,000 YouTube discovery. So this guy at my gym's a TikTok star. He actually lives where I live in the place. There's a, there's a lot of famous people who live here. It's kind of weird, but uh, 
anyway, there's uh this guy's a TikToker. He's got millions and millions and millions and millions of TikTok followers. And he's got on Instagram, he's got 2.4 real followers, 2.4 million. That's awesome. Real followers. So I sit there and I ride the bike and uh, I'm like, I'm like try, trying to have the guy talk to me. I'm like, I got a top 100 podcast, bro. And like, you know, he's, he's sitting there talking about his brand deals and uh, he's got a, um, I forget viral nation. That that's the company he goes through. So they get 20% of all his deals but he gets big deal. He's like, yeah, working with the Olympics right now. We're working with uh, AT&T or Verizon Wireless, all the biggest brands, you know, in the Olympics. And, but then the viral nation people, you know, get him deals and, you know, things like this, but he won't, if it's under 15,000 bucks, $15,000, he won't even, won't even think about it. And that's not even, that's just, that's just product placement. That's just, he's not even, he's like, I don't talk about it. He's like, I'll just, you know, if there's a Pepsi, in the back, you know, on the counter in his video, they're paying for that big money yeah. or whatever it is. It's a, you know, bottle of wine or what, whatever it is in, in his videos for just product placement. They're paying big, big, big money. So. Well, kind of how I talk to you about that. With I, I don't even know where to begin with some of these companies. I've sent them emails and stuff and just learning how to, how to go through the communication process. And then, you know, like for me, I think if I would have been doing commercial stuff more, this would have been easier for me now, but because what I do you mean doing, commercial stuff? Like in my lawn business, if I was doing oh. commercial properties and stuff like that, I think the communication through email would be a lot easier Oh, I see. because with my residentials, we communicate through emails, but it's all pretty standard. Like mm-hmm. I can get face to face. It's super easy. But like when it comes to commercial stuff, you know, some of those jobs, they pretty much just talk straight to, you know, through email, all the communication, coming up with the contracts, sending that out, doing that correct. And I think if I would have had more of that in my business, it would have helped me in this aspect in the media business. So now I'm learning that aspect. So, you know, it's it's just part of a learning process. Business is business. And across the board, you learn new stuff every day, man. Yeah. Well, come, come to GIE, man. We'll get you connected to the, uh, to the right, uh, folks. So you can get sponsors and all that, that 500,000 YouTube subscribers. That's, that's, that's crazy. Well, I had, um, um, so one of the things on YouTube, you get like Amazon sellers, it'll send you stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll want to send you stuff and they'll be like, Hey, will you do a video on this? And I've only done two of those. I let, uh, I, I finally let one of them, I was like, sure, whatever, send me one of these. Cause I thought they were all scams. Like, I'm like, mm. I'm going to give this person my information and something's going to get stolen somehow. I'm really, really uh, skeptical with stuff like that. So mm-hmm. anyways, one of them was uh, like the Kucher brush cutter. Okay. And I don't know if you saw that video on Juggernaut, but I was going around calling it the Coochie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they sent me the chainsaw and in my most recent video, uh, well, it just didn't end well. So I'm I'm wondering how that. <laughs> I mean, I don't do paid stuff, so you know, I'm like, well, it wasn't paid, so I'm. Yeah, but in the future, bro, if anybody sends you a paid, piece, of I'm going to be honest. Like, if anybody the contract that I saw when the company offered me is, I need to be able to say whatever I want about it. Yeah, I'm not going to bash any product and say it's a hunk of crap unless it truly is. But like, I got to be real about it, and you know, I don't want anybody controlling my content. I want to be able to do what I do, how I do it, when I say it, whatever I want to say. I just, I don't want to feel like I'm going in and clocking in at a factory again. And I think if, if I have, that's, that's my one 
fear with sponsorships is that I'll feel like then it becomes a job. And all I know, I know it's kind of a partnership, but. Yeah. You, you just got to work with companies that you love. For example, we do um, Gulf Coast bookkeepings, my bookkeeper, and I mm-hmm. hired them before they were ever a sponsor. I'm paying them, you know, a monthly, yeah. monthly rate or whatever. I actually met him at um, Jason Creel's event. And I was like, these people are sharp. And then I hired them personally for me. And then eventually they became sponsors, but it's like, it's so natural that it's like, Oh, this is who I use. This is what I recommend or whatever. Yeah. So never, my recommendation is never stretch. Like if, if you think that yeah. mower sucks and they're willing to pay you $300,000, well, it's yeah. not worth it. Cause then you'll be like, yeah, check it out. You know, that, that thing don't even crank up. Oh, he's tapping a little bit. You know, it's, it's gotta be authentic and real. You know what I mean? Somebody offered me $300,000 for a mower. I'm not saying a different team. <laughs> Bro, you don't understand how much you're worth. You, 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 I mean, these athletes, cause I, I uh, used to cut grass for a lot of these, these um, guys, you know, that have these brand deals. They, they played in the NFL, but they also, you know, Ada Adidas pays them or whoever their, their sponsor was. And it's just, it's just outrageous. Um, the amount of money that they were making off brand deals and stuff like that. And That's so insanity. I can't imagine that you um, but, uh, we'll, we'll see these guys that fish and stuff. They'll wear the t-shirt, you know, for 10,000 bucks. So we'll have the logo, uh, whatever it's big, it's big money out there. Just keep cranking out your YouTube channel. Uh, keep cranking out your videos, man. You'll make tons of money with sponsorships. Uh, well, I'll figure that out as we go. Like I said, I'm still new to all that. So I, I'm, I'm glad I'm dragging in views because that keeps the show going. <laughs> yeah, I hope you got your AdSense connected. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> when my when my first one that really really popped off. Um, okay, so my channel um, got monetized, and you go through the AdSense thing. Well, I didn't know this, but Google sends you a thing in the, the code, mail, like a verification. Yeah. Code. I didn't realize that. So, oh. like when my channel started popping. There were three weeks with no monetization. Oh. And I was I was like, I wonder what it's actually doing. So like a three week stretch where I had to resend off, get the code, it comes in, and then I, I finally get it. Connect in. it, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's so you know, and at that point, like I didn't know if it was gonna continue or not. I was just like, this one video took off, but I was like, that's it. I lost my golden goose. What when you got the first um payment come through through AdSense, what was what was that like to actually get YouTube money? Uh, I don't know. It didn't feel real. Of course it didn't feel like much. It's like, like I said earlier, it's like, whatever, you know, I have a joke, um, on one of my videos. Uh, I use a lot of copyrighted material, a lot of copyrighted material and coming with it, I get copyright claims all the time. So people are like, you're about the money. A lot of the times when you see ads on my videos, I may not even be making money on that video. It's just, I use you know, like I'll use um, somebody's, you know, uh, motivational speech, or maybe I like a song and I'll use that. I, it's pretty risky because if you get a copyright claim, you're, you're in the, you know, three strikes and you're out on YouTube channel. We'll delete yeah. your content forever. Um, but, you know, like I'll use some of that stuff because I feel like the message resonated with me and I'll put it out there. So when I got like the, you have to get to the hundred dollar payout threshold. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say it felt like amazing, but honestly, it like auto drafted into my bank. So I didn't even notice, but I also know that from the amount of work that I was putting out on my channel, because I think the first month we were monetized, we were, I mean, I shelled out like 
uh, video a day. You wow. know, like, I mean, I was really hammering them out. Yeah. And, but it didn't take me as long to edit then either. My editing style was different. It was more like a vlog, which is cool because you can just talk a little bit, use that clip. I didn't really care what I said back then, which I'm not saying I, I, I just mean like I didn't care if it was articulated the, exactly the way I want. I was like, whatever, who, who cares? Nobody's watching. They'll get the point. The people that are watching me are real. They'll get the point. Mm. So, you know, I throw it out there. It's different when you got like millions of people watch the video. They're like, I don't like the way you said that. Well, that's cool. I get what you're saying, but you know. This is not, I mean, I was the high school dropout. So, you know, I mean, my articulation may not be up to their, their, uh, epic standards. Of course, I, I, go ahead. I go did ahead. get, I did get a diploma. I know you said your hometown where you grew up wrote you in the newspaper. What's it like in your community, in your neighborhood area? Do people like, Oh, juggernaut, I watch you on TV, man. Um, or, on, you know, TV, but people connect our YouTube TV. You know what I meant? So less from the newspaper, but more from uh, that first video that took off on the boring channel. Um, I had a lot of people that I went to high school with that I hadn't talked to in like 10 years. They reached out to me and they're like, Hey man, but I saw you on Facebook. You're on this viral video. Cause that video got like 9 million views. It got like 6 million views in like two or three weeks, wow. but it got 9 million views now. And then um, lad Bible picked it up. It's gone viral, picked it up uh multiple news channels and so i had people tagging me on uh um facebook and stuff and they're like hey man is that you like that you know and um that was kind of cool because i got to talk to people that i hadn't talked to in years but the uh newspaper thing you know other than that guy mentioning that i was on the front page nothing but you know uh it's kind of cool to have to have my picture in the paper again where i grew up i mean you know it's I guess whatever there, but <laughs> it's, it's not like, uh, I've, I've grown past the town I grew up in. It was a little tiny town. Then you moved to Tulsa. It's a lot bigger. You kind of grow out of that, you know, um, I guess baby bird leaving the nest type of mentality. And you grow into realizing that town didn't have a whole lot to offer. You move into a bigger location. There's more abundance and people just think different. And, um, you know, like there, you know, I, there's lawn businesses in the town I grew up in that are starting to take off. But when I was growing up there, um, I, I think the only lawn business I'd ever heard of in the area was like my high school coach um, would like mow grass in the summer. And that's all I'd ever heard about. Other than that, man, all my neighbors, we all like borrowed each other's mowers. And, you know, I remember before, I was, you know, before I was in the lawn business, I was working at the factory. And of course, factory work, a lot of the times you're just making ends meet, you know, I was real young, just got married to my wife and I had uh, bought a house there in Kansas. And I'm like, man, I wish I had a, I wish I had a weed eater. That'd really make my yard look good. You know, I, I could, I could just weed eat. I didn't know about edging back then. It, not until I learned, uh, I saw Greg Chisholm's videos. I learned about edging. I didn't even know that was a thing. Everybody just did the bevel, you yeah. know, down in the concrete, <laughs> cut it at a 45. But uh, I was like, that would make my yard look real good. And now going from that to I've got a garage full of equipment. I've got, you know, I don't know. At one point in time, I had 12 mowers this winter. Wow. I bought a, I bought a bunch of Hustler um, trim stars. I bought them for six grand, flipped them in the spring and uh, made some money off that deal. So that was a good deal. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's weird. You go from a 
not having anything and not having equipment. So a lot of guys starting out, I just want to throw that out as an encouragement. I know I'm kind of dragging this on far, but as encouragement, when I started out in the mowing business, I was using a, um, what is it? A weedier brand push mower that was a hand-me-down for my brother. I traded installing mulch for a broken down Ryobi for my neighbor. And um, I found a Poland Pro blower, uh, handheld blower on the side of the road and I fixed it. Um, and I just remember like when I was doing leaf cleanups, I was like, man, if I just had a push mower with a bag on it, that would make this so much easier. And going from that to having like, you know, now I have, it's not, you don't have to have like the nicest things. Like right now I could go out and I could finance and buy a, a brand new truck and get something real, real nice. But I drive, you know, a 19, what was it? 2004 F-350. It drives good. It's got AC. It looks pretty decent. It's got some rust on it, but it's whatever. The trailer's, you know, two grand. So, you know, when I started out, two grand was like unreal for me. I had like a uh, $300, um, a $300 five by eight tilt trailer that I had bought. Took me a couple months to get to it. I bought that for 300 bucks. It's all I had at the time. I put plywood walls on it, which would cost a fortune right now. Which would, <laughs> but, you know, but then it was cheap. And um, I, my gate was, uh, cause it was a tilt trailer. I uh, sunk a bolt through there so that it wouldn't tilt. And then I put a, it wasn't tilting right anyways, but I put gate hinges for like a backyard fence gate. And then I built a plywood ramp to get my mowers in. Um, and it was just the trashiest thing driving around town, man. Like just looking like total trash. You know, the trailer was black rims, red paint on it, white from the plywood that I painted. Um, you know, so it's all these different colors. I stenciled my name on it. because We didn't have money for marketing. So I just stenciled my name on it. I printed out flyers. I got a thousand flyers for like 45 bucks in black and white. And I hammered all those out and it's just evolved there. Like, man, we would just weren't making ends meet and it's evolved from that to then the lawn business. I mean, I got the lawn business to the point that, um, you know, our highest month we had made 20 grand Wow. and then yeah, we were doing pretty good in the lawn business and, you know, but even like comfortably, comfortably solo, just doing what I do, working three to four days a week, 10 grand a month in revenue, which isn't a lot. Like it sounds like a lot if you're small, but it's just not a lot. The, the realms for growth, man, it's like you can unleash growth to something crazy. And then going from that to now, uh, the YouTube thing. I, I would have never had the confidence to do YouTube and actually speak with other people. I was really, really shy for a long time. That's something I had to break out of with learning sales and communicating to potential prospect clients. And that's definitely something that's helped me with, you know, communication and talking on, on YouTube. Well, I can talk, can I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well that, that's a good uh, stopping point right there. <laughs> right on cue. The sun came back out. We had a storm going on at the beginning of our broadcast and now it's sunny out there and uh, I'm about to head back out to the pool, man. Enjoy. Boy, this is a marathon episode right here. Yeah. Enjoy. What I'm going to do is split this up into part A and part B two two episodes. All right, brother. So if you're still listening, <laughs> how can people connect with you online and in person? 
Meaning, yeah, so, are you uh, coming to the GIE? But give, give us online first. Yeah, I'll go ahead and commit to coming to the GIE. There you and go. And I will uh, I'll rent a, Wrong an Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll rent an Airbnb. And that way, if uh, Al Blaze does want to come, he'll have a room there. Um, there you go. But... Yeah, if you want to re- if you want to watch us, we're on Long Care Juggernaut on YouTube, the Boring Channel on YouTube, and our Instagram's Long Care Juggernaut as well. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm, Al Blades uh, if you're listening right now, you got you got lodging now at, at, at GIE. We got how epic would that be? The Long Care Juggernaut and Al Blades staying together. You guys can mastermind algorithms and uh, YouTube. Dude, I'm trying to figure out how I can get down to Fort Pierce to go cut some yards with them. Yeah, no. Well, that, look, got some crazy ones with it. Let me say this real quick that I think is so important for everyone listening is collaborating. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, but collaborating is so smart. Like if you go down to Fort Pierce and I know you've collaborated with Top Notch, but you collaborate Owl Blades and, and Lawn Care Juggernaut collaborate. It lifts you both to, to where you couldn't go if you were just by yourself. And that's what we've done yeah. in the podcast community is Caleb Allman, who actually is obsessed with Oklahoma, by the way, I, I'm an avid listener of his podcast, but he's, <laughs> he's always talking about his summers in Oklahoma and, uh, till the IRS showed up and then he had to run, skip out of town and <laughs> get back to doing down here in, the, in Oklahoma in the summer fishing or what? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. He, he liked to wear his country boy hat and the country, you know, the cowboy hat and he was out in Oklahoma and then the snatch man came looking for him and he had to come go back to Ohio and get his life in order. But he was, he was, he had a wild, uh, wild life back in the day. But anyway, Caleb and, and, and my friend, um, Naylor, Tally Farrell, Brian Fullerton, and a, and a handful of us podcasters, we all just said, Hey, let's link arms and let's do this thing together. And then everything rises. And so when I hear about you talking about collaborating with Al Blades or whatnot, I'm just like, it gets me pumped up because I'm like, you get it. Yeah. You team up, collaborate, lift one. Well, it's the same up. way in the lawn business too. take it back to the lawn industry because long industry podcast. I, I have a strong network of like people in the lawn business. You know, this person's over on this side of town. That person's on that side of town. Yeah. This person does commercial big stuff. And since I get calls from all sorts of stuff, I'd, you know, I'd refer a lot of work out because, you know, like for me, I was just honing down. I just wanted to be in like two or three neighborhoods. That's it. Mm-hmm. And just hammer in there hard and be in there for all week. And um, so having a strong network of people that pass work around or they know you do some kind of crazy cleanup that somebody else doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it lifts everybody up. When I was in Virginia on the summer tour, um, Stacy Flanagan, that's his real name is his uh, YouTube name, Seth, the lawn surgeon. And yeah. um, his trailer broke down. So Will Rice was like, oh, I got you, bro. And gave him a backup trailer until, you know, he got it situated and just lended it to him indefinitely to just lawn bro helping out lawn bro. And then Will was behind on work. And then uh, Easy Lawn Care came down and was mowing with Will that afternoon to help him bang it out. So just like a community team, team effort. So yeah, I got a good buddy, uh, Luke. He does a ton of commercial stuff. And like whenever I go out of town or stuff, he's got a shop. So I'll take my trailers, my mowers and stuff like that over there. And yeah, same thing, man. If I ever had a breakdown, he'd be like, yeah, come pick up a mower. So, I mean, it's it's just good to have a good network. And, uh, you know, like I've gone and uh, jump started his trucks before when he was on site. And, you know, just all, all sorts of little stuff you wouldn't even think about that. It's yeah. just and just having somebody in your area that's going through what you're going through, I think that's huge. 
Yeah. And you and Al, I'll, I'll end on this a little Bible lesson for those listening. It says that he who lends to the poor lends to the Lord. And what you and Al are doing is you're actually helping. I'm not saying this in a negative way that someone's a poor, whatever, but if their grass is overgrown, there's probably financial issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Otherwise, uh, otherwise they're either lazy or they're poor, you know, because if, if you look out the window and the grass is going up to your shoulders, if they had the money, they probably would have got it cut. Right. So when you lend to the poor or you give to the poor, you're lending to the Lord. That's, that's how it goes. And so you guys are helping the poor. And then I think God's blessing you, you know what I mean? You help the poor, God blesses you. And, and that fact of giving to the poor, that's all throughout the Bible. And you guys are, whether you realize you're doing it or not, you're helping the poor and you're just setting yourself up for success when, when you help the poor, poor case in point. So period. uh, When when I first got married, my wife has Crohn's. I'll keep it short because I don't know where you go, but my, my wife the has- The longest uh, podcast oh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Second longest. <laughs> Me and Calphus went for three hours. Really? Yeah. We need to- He's need a talker. To work to be number one here. Anyways, <laughs> um, so my wife has Crohn's and she was in the hospital for like almost a month. And I, I was working double time and a lot of hours at the factory before she went in. So, you know, like my lawn was like two weeks out since I cut it. And uh, then she goes in the hospital for a month. I come out, I go back to doing overtime, double time, trying to pay the bills and make ends meet since we were gone for a month while she was in the hospital. And, um, you know, I was in Ark City, but we would drive her like she would be in severe pain, like thinking she's about to die kind of pain. And she would force me to drive her to Tulsa because they actually have a good hospital here versus the town I was in. Um, So that was like craziness. But anyways, um, she'd be in the hospital for like a month and I'd, I'd be there beside her the whole time. Mm. So this is just my place to be, but I come home, my, my lawn's two months overgrown with Johnson grass. I mean, it's like eight or nine feet high. If somebody would have came by like I did and they're like, Hey, I'll cut your lawn for free, man. It would have blown my mind. Wow. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I would have, uh, how I would have received that gift back then. Of course, you know, like a lot of people are too afraid to ask for help too. Mm. You know, they're too, uh, too much pride or just too fearful of judgment. I don't know. I, I really enjoy what I do and how it's evolved. And um, it, it brings me a lot of happiness to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think you're, you're, A, you're helping people. So as humans, we like that. That's cool to watch somebody help somebody. And B, you're making something ugly nice. Like that's, that's aesthetically, yeah. mentally, it's almost like you can't stop watching the video. You got to watch until it leads. It's clean. It's a mental thing. It's like, ah, and it makes some lazy person feel like they did something for this. Like, ah, you know, I was like, I got to go get a shower. I just cut the grass. I actually just watched the juggernaut or Al Blades cut it. But, uh, you feel like you did something pot, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Productive for the day. So, all right, bro. Well, lawn care juggernauts going to GIE. He's getting a BNB, Airbnb and uh, Al Blade. You're welcome to stay with them. So this is a successful podcast in my books. <laughs> all right, brother. All right. That was, Thanks. Uh, that was fun.
That was a lot of fun catching up with the Lawn Care Juggernaut. We will stay tuned as he continues to grow his channel. It's the race for what Lawn Bro is going to be the first YouTuber to hit 1 million subscribers. There's a lot of folks in the mix, but uh, the Juggernaut's definitely a front runner. And uh, whoever it is, we're going to celebrate them. And we're going to you know celebrate all those in our community who have you know put the time in to create this content. There's a lot of different variations of, of YouTube channels out there that feature Lawn care landscaping and things of that nature but uh, we definitely want to support them and uh, give them the opportunity to kind of share with us a little bit behind the scenes so always a good time catching up with the juggernaut thanks again to today's show sponsors jobber entrepreneur academy gps track at gulf coast bookkeeping and the Hardscape Academy. Now, what Mr. Producer does is he'll put a link to each of these businesses, products, and services in today's show notes that make it very convenient for you. All you have to do is click on the link and then it will direct you. For example, let's say you want to try out Jobber. You just click on the link in today's show notes and it's going to take you to the next step to go ahead and then get uh, registered with Jobber. It's, you don't have to pay any money or anything like that. You can just do an onboarding, you know, free consultation with them. Find out if it's right for you. Free trial. And uh, there will also be the link to the Launchpreneur Academy if you want to get signed up for the Brian's event November 13th. GPS Track It and make sure you tell them Paul sent you and they'll give you uh, in the month of August a free month actually they're running a promotion over there there's a phone number to call uh, one call just tell them you came from Paul what's that saying they have on the sign Mr. Producer the lawyer down there one call that's all call Paul there's a lawyer in Atlanta <laughs> clever sign just like the homeless guy on the side of the road the other day man he has this little cardboard sign that says spare a buck I'm hungry as it has the F word, but I was like, hey, dude, at least they're clever. Whether it's a lawyer, or an attorney, or a, uh, a homeless fella, Atlanta at least has a little bit of uh, unique style to the verbiage around here. But you got to give them a buck. With, with yeah, with that kind of, uh, if you're going to be that clever, you know, give give them a few bucks. But uh, I just appreciate the creativity, nevertheless. Uh, and so anyway. <laughs> Let's button things up here, right, Mr. Bruce? Hardscape Academy, Golf Coast Bookkeeping, GPS Track at Entrepreneur Academy, and Jobber. Those links will all be in today's show notes. You can click on the link, and it will take you to the respective place. And we always say to support the sponsors who support the show. They give us the opportunity to bring you guys this morning show for the community, and uh, we definitely want to show our support uh, to these products and services. So thank you for listening. Smash that follow button, and we'll catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.